What is up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Pieces of the Puzzle with me, Ashley Escobar. If this is your first time here, thank you so much. Welcome to the party. Um, This week, we're going to be talking about academic validation in the spirits of it being my final week. I thought this would be a great topic um, to get into, especially because I'm well aware that a lot of the listeners out there are in college or of college age or may have even gone through high school um, struggling with academic validation and how to not tie it to your identity. So with that being said, Let's get into this week's episode. So before I can really get into my education, I personally feel that with my own experience, it's kind of important to mention the fact that my parents are immigrants. And I don't want to bring, you know, I don't want that to seem like, oh, she's pulling a race card or anything like that. I just think that children of immigrants, there's a lot of pressure on them. Um, especially if they're first gen. There's a lot of pressure on them to succeed, to take on high-end careers like doctors, lawyers, um, you know, things that require a lot of schooling, things that are socially known as being like top careers for, for very, very successful people. And Given the fact that both of my parents were immigrants to the U.S., my mom came here much younger than my dad did, but um, she did finish high school here. She actually attended a high school that my cousins now um, had attended and even a few of my aunts and uncles. So I hear stories all the time about their experience um, coming here to the U.S., finishing off school and you know, deciding that college just wasn't the route for them given financial circumstances. I I don't know too much about my dad's side of the story. I do know that he came here fairly later than my mom did. When I say like my mom came here pretty young, like she came here, I want to say like 12 or 13, but I could be wrong. Um, My dad, I believe, came like in his late 20s. And they just kind of met in a town near where we ended up settling. And yeah, the rest is history for that. But a lot of my motivation when it comes to school has always been through my mom. I've always been very, very close to my mom. I have definitely grown a lot closer to her over the last few weeks. And given the fact that my mom and I are so close, we have very open conversations. I am a lot more comfortable with going to her and being like, hey, this is what's going on. Um, I don't know if I'm going to pass this class this semester, blah, 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 blah. Like, I can go to my mom with any concerns and just know, like, I'm going to be met with no judgment and any support that she's willing to to give me. Um, My mom did not go to college and neither did my dad. So my older sister and I are currently, um, well, my older sister has finished college. She graduated in 2021 and she will be returning to get her master's. I am currently in the process of my undergraduate degree. Um, And let me tell you, it has been a journey. 
when you're first gen, having to figure everything out on your own essentially is very stressful and it's very frustrating. Things from navigating FAFSA to navigating, you know, talking with financial aid officers, trying to get scholarships, like trying to figure out, okay, I'm in college, but now how do I you know, put myself through it. Um, especially with just how expensive everything has gotten. It's cost and money is such a stressor for me. I just can't. But my mom has always motivated me to seek an education. I have never been forced by my parents to continue my education. There's been that expectation that I would continue my education following high school. Um, but there was never this, this pressure to my parents are definitely firm believers, um, one more than the other, of just, you know, doing what makes you happy and following your heart, whereas my mom is more of a realist. You you want to put yourself in a career that is going to set you up for a good life, that is going to set you up for a good future with kids or whatever that future looks like. And I've always resented my mom in some aspects growing up, especially throughout high school for being that way, but now as a college student, I'm very glad to have had that kind of um, authority figure in my life to really set in stone and motivate me to differentiate myself from other people my age. I feel like um, given the fact that I was kind of able to recognize, you know, I'm not like the other kids in my town. Um, And if you don't know too much about my town, it's a pretty white, prominent town. Um, Growing up, there were never really many Hispanic kids in my town. Sure, given over the last few years, there's been definitely an increase, but um, I never felt like I fit in in my town or in any of my classes or really, you know, had a group of friends in this town. I just kind of live here. And there's no like harsh feelings against that. Everybody's just different. I just knew I was always meant for more and I had a different perspective in terms of school and my plans for my education for the rest of my life than many other people in my town. Um, There's really no way to beat around the bush other than a lot of the kids that I grew up with have parents that are really rich um, and have really, really great jobs and have been spoiled all their life, have had everything handed down to them, whether that be cars, money, clothes, like whatever they needed their parents gave to them. And that's wonderful to an extent. But once you start to get older and you realize that all your life you've kind of trained this kid to expect and expect from you without them having any true meaning of what it is to support themselves and be responsible you know that's not the best thing to set a person up for in this world so in that aspect I've always been really grateful that my mom has pushed me hard and has taught me the value of education she has always run the point home that she never wants us to ever struggle the way that she did and that's definitely a huge motivator for me when it comes to school my mom would tell me stories about you know sharing a one bedroom um 
with like multiple people like nights where she had to sleep on the floor um, in high school where she would wake up before attending classes to go and work at a job and then go to school and then right after school go to another job and it was just an endless cycle of just trying to make ends meet and you know it makes me sad because one if you happen to know the, the type of person that my mom is like she is a crazy giver. She just gives and gives and gives and people just take. And I'll admit, my sisters and I can be the majority of those people that just take and take. But I love and respect my mom so much. By no means has she grown up in easy circumstances. But I think the fact that she hasn't had life easy really has given my sisters and I a different appreciation and a different perspective on going about life. And education has always been a part of our plans. Um, so like I mentioned, my older sister, God bless her, she finished all four years of school at UConn. She now has a wonderful job. She plans on going back to school. I, like I mentioned, is cur- I am currently in the middle of my undergraduate degree at UConn and I plan on doing PA school after, God willing, if a school is willing to accept me. Um, and... Like I mentioned, we are entering, well, I am entering finals week. We are almost done with the fall semester. This has been a very interesting semester for me. I have had a lot of ups and downs. I personally have just been navigating through a lot in my personal life that it has been really interesting seeing the way that I've handled it this past semester. And what I mean by that is I have always been one to tie my identity to my grades and if I didn't get an A or if I wasn't the most successful person in the room, I would tell myself that I was worthless, that I was just so stupid, that I did not deserve a space on this earth, that everybody was just better than me because I couldn't even do well in school. Um, And I'm sure as you can imagine that begins a very toxic cycle and through most of high school really into the beginning years of my college experience, I had a very love more hate relationship with school. Um, To touch upon that briefly in high school, I know there are many people who always ask me or we'll get into conversations about high school and they're like, it was the best time of my life. Like I had so much fun, blah, blah, blah. I hated high school. I was one of those bitches. Like I hated high school like I would never in a million years ever wish upon a star to repeat those four years of my life not because like I have any bad experiences like nobody ever bullied me like everybody was always pretty pleasant but I just personally you know I felt like I never fit in I just spent those four years literally focused on just school Um, my first two years I was a little bit more involved I played volleyball and I had like a group of friends and then my last two years I just decided you know like trying to keep up with the social aspect of it just wasn't for me I've always in high school had been pretty antisocial I also was suffering with depression like badly and I didn't know how to ask for help so instead of asking for help I just literally buried myself in school and working like two part-time jobs in high school um I was that senior to put things into perspective here for you I was a senior that took full credits 
I remember senior year, everyone would always be taking the least amount of credits possible in order to um, graduate. They would have like three study halls in a day and like basically their whole schedule was essentially just study halls and a bunch of electives. I was that senior that had a full eight credit for both semesters. Um, I know that might seem kind of confusing, but my school like the max amount of credits that you could take each semester was eight credits. So I took eight my fall and spring semester of my senior year just because. Um, part of it was because my mom didn't told me that I couldn't be lazy. And then another part of it was just I didn't want to have all this free time. And that kind of copes in with mental health and how in high school it was a very toxic cycle for me because I used I very much coped with a lot of my issues by distraction so like I mentioned I had two part-time jobs while also taking max amount of credits and they, they weren't like easy classes like I was taking like physics and then I would have like you know public speaking is okay but like we had this one English teacher at our school that was just so unnecessarily over dramatic and like strict when it came to public speaking so like I was taking like pretty hard-ass classes while trying to also take care of myself and then trying to make it to all my shifts so I would work a job right after school for like three to four hours and then on the weekend I would work eight hour shifts both Sunday and Saturday at a local diner in my town so I very much just kind of buried myself isolated myself and just threw all of my life into school I I always felt like if I wanted to feel like I fit fit in in high school, that I needed to do well in school. Um, there was always this pressure that personally I felt never seen, like nobody ever noticed me. So like if I wanted to be noticed, I had to succeed for something. And like that something for me was school and like succeeding academically. So like if, if there were AP classes, I was trying to take them. Um, if there were... Um, so my, my high school also had this kind of weird thing where if you take an elective, they're all considered like college prep classes, but I would turn all of my college prep classes into honors classes to receive like honors level for an elective by doing like extra assignments because I was like, oh my God, like colleges can't see that I was in college prep classes because then that's going to make it seem like I'm lazy and I don't care so like I was just doing the absolute most like that is just to paint a picture I have always done the absolute most when it came to school like I would get a 90 on something and cry and I was definitely that bitch that people would like be so annoyed over like why is she upset like she literally did so well like she's calling 90 a bad grade and it was because I would have to go home to face my mom um i was very scared of my mom when it came to school growing up because like i said my mom has always 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 pushed education onto us um she did not by any means have the easiest circumstances growing up so she has always pushed and emphasized the fact that if we want to make a life if we want to be successful in this world we need to get an education and god bless her for that because my mom has put my sister and I so far through college entirely on her own and she is a woman that I value and respect so much because she has really been the push towards getting an education and the push towards staying motivated and on the right track. There have been multiple times where I've just wanted to give up or I've really debated whether 
school is the route for me, whether it's something that I need or want, even want to pursue, but I realized I, I genuinely have a love for learning. I love to learn. I think, especially with what I'm in right now, so I'm majoring in allied health sciences, like I have a bunch of labs to do. Right now, I'm currently in anatomy and physiology, so this past semester, I've been doing a bunch of labs like dissections and, and observing muscle contractions and fibers and just really cool things. Like I, I've come to realize like I am definitely a nerd in that sense that I love to learn. I, I just love it. I, there's so many things that are unknown that I like being able to discover and and even when you're learning about how the human body works, like I have been all semester, um, it's really cool to learn about things that you don't think about often, like how I'm sitting here right now, but how many muscles are like playing a role into me holding this position. And yeah, I'm sorry not to get off on a tangent, but um, so then when I started college, I started college in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. I graduated in 2020 from my high school and that fall I entered my freshman year at the University of Connecticut and I hated it. I legitimately hated my first year of college because it was so isolating. I happened to be like one of the only people taking courses that were in person. Most of them were like all distance learning remote but I of course had to be the one to drive to school to take classes in person so I I took like gen chem part one and part two in person I took like some psych courses in in person and it was just you know it wasn't it it was literally a ghost town every time I was on campus so um it felt it was really hard during the pandemic to stay motivated. I realized how burnt out I was during the COVID nineteen pandemic. I realized I had lost my love for learning. I wasn't even trying to memorize anything anymore. Like I just stopped studying. I stopped really caring about assignments. It was just more trying to make ends meet to get to get that good grade. I legitimately just wouldn't study for things i would go into the exams just hoping for the best like fail them and just be like well okay which is completely out of character for me because um high school actually literally would have cried about that for hours failing an exam in high school and i remember when i failed my first ever exam in college and i was just kind of like well it is what it is i i had become so traumatized from grades and how I let them kind of consume my identity and how worthy I am that I just stopped caring and in turn I really struggled when it came to school. I I did notice that during my first two years of college I was taking the most amount of credits possible like my spring my most recent spring semester i want to say i took like 18 or 19 credits just because i wanted to drown my sorrows i didn't want to have to deal with with anything that was going on and education has always been my outlet for that and that's great like i said like learning about new things and and just even basic things like how the human body works and just parts of the brain and all that fun stuff um that's great but well what what isn't so great about what I also had just mentioned was 
how education became this outlet for me. Um, So I found myself just repeating old habits. Like I mentioned in high school, I took the most amount of credits. I was working two part-time jobs. Then come to when I started college, I was still taking the most amount of credits while trying to manage part-time jobs. and, And then not even just that, but maintain social relationships. I did start to make some friends once I started my freshman year of college, but I had also, um, I was in a long-term relationship and there was just so many factors that I was trying to juggle on top of school. And I think because in many ways, my mental health just hasn't always been the best. And now it is. Now I'm in a really good place. I'm, I'm happy to say that I've done a lot of growth and I've done a lot of healing and I'm loving the person that I'm becoming and I I can't wait to continue to work on myself but just thinking back and reflecting back that knowing how shitty my mental health was it just drowning myself in work and then getting upset when I wasn't seeing good outcomes in grades or good outcomes on exams and, and all that good stuff it was really really hard for my mental health I took I it took a very, very emotional toll. I found myself getting easily burnt out. And like I mentioned, like I just stopped loving school. I didn't have that passion to want to learn things anymore. I There was a big period over these last first two years at UConn where I would just skip classes. I, I didn't want to go anymore. There was just no point in it. If I did end up going, I would just sit there and just kind of tune out and just think about counting down the time until I could leave and go home. Like, I I hated school. I really did. Um, and then we entered this year. And this year has by no means been easy. I started off this semester with a breakup, and that has been most of the emotional <laughs> chaos that I've experienced over this over the semester. Uh, So on top of dealing with that, I had decided that I wanted to step back and not take as many classes this semester. So I took the least amount of credits, the most limited amount that you can take while still being considered like a full-time college student. So I'm pretty sure I'm at UConn, it's 12 credits, so I took 12 credits this semester, Um, and of those 12 credits, I took anatomy and physiology, which was four of them, so I knew, um, just given the fact with how hard anatomy and physiology can be, I didn't want to load myself up on credits, because I wanted to devote a lot of my time to studying for that class, given the importance of it, and the relevance, because I know I'm going to need it in PA school, um, and then I took like some psych courses, some some other courses that I needed, a part of my major, and that was pretty much it. I realized that it was never the issue of the amount of credits I was taking, because even with this semester taking 12, there were still many times where I wanted to give up. There were still many times where I just, I couldn't sit down and do work. I have been so burnt out just so exhausted from learning. And then I realized, you know, why am I sitting here suffering in silence? So there was one point in this semester where I had an exam and I did not 
study for it. I was not at all prepared. I knew that if I had gone in, I would most likely fail and then that would just cause a domino effect, dropping my whole overall grade in the course. And there there aren't many assignments in this course in, in particular, so exams weighed pretty heavily. So if I did bad on it, then I would just end the class with a bad grade. Um, so I mentally just couldn't do it. I was going back and forth with myself until I decided, you know, I'm going to speak up and I'm going to say something to the professor. So I'd emailed my professor and I basically explained like in a respectful way, like I have just been having the most shittiest time of my life and I just, I couldn't bring myself to study for this exam. I haven't been doing well. I am struggling a lot right now and I would really appreciate it if you would con- reconsider um, if I could take the exam. A different day and I was met with the sweetest response and I was told that she was so sorry to hear that I had been struggling that she had no idea that of course by any means I could come in at a later time and take the exam so I ended up the exam was originally on a Tuesday I ended up skipping that day um, while everybody else took the exam and I used Tuesday Friday Saturday Sunday and Monday morning to study for my exam And I went and I made up the exam and I got a 90 on it. And I knew I would not have gotten that 90 if I had forced myself to go. Sometimes the biggest biggest thing when it comes to school is being able to be your biggest advocate. You know you best and I knew I wasn't doing well. I knew that mentally I was exhausted, physically I was exhausted. And I also knew that deep down... I wanted to do better and I wanted to succeed, which is why I spoke up and and had this one-to-one conversation, this very vulnerable conversation with a professor, that one I'm not even close with, but I felt comfortable enough to approach and say, hey, this is kind of what's going on. And yeah, like I said, I I totally understand that that's not always going to be the outcome in in everyone's situations. Unfortunately, you are going to come across some professors that just aren't it and just are never going to understand what you're going through. But nine times out of 10, I would say that coming out of this pandemic, a lot of professors have become so much more understanding because they realize how exhausting it is. Professors and teachers themselves are, are very burnt out given everything that they had to go through during the pandemic with throwing everything online and then having to figure out like all of that like basically just switching from an in-person template to completely online like that's enough stress as it is it was just as stressful on us as students as it was on the teachers as having to prepare all of us for for the assignments and for everything that came our way um but yeah I think my biggest thing though is my biggest fear was always failing a class if you fail a class, you fail a class. It's the same way where in life, if you fall, you get back up. I know that sounds very cheesy, but I'm also <laughs> low-key stressing about my exam today. <laughs> I have a final at one and I'm just trying to like mentally prepare for it. But that's the thing. There are going to be many things in life where you are going to convince yourself that you are not capable of it that you are not good enough for it, um, that you'll just never amount to anything. And I know because I've been there. I've been that person to look at myself in the mirror and just feel disgusted for not doing well in school, for not getting an A, for not being 
valedictorian for all those stupid little things that society tells you you need to be or you need to succeed in in order to hold some sort of value in this world the truth is if you wake up every day and you go to school and you give it your all and you give it a hundred percent of your best effort and you still don't get the best outcome sleep peacefully at night knowing that you still showed up and that you still tried trying is the most important thing I understand that, yeah, there is always room for improvement, that you can always do a little bit better, but also allow yourself the space to realize that if you are giving your all and your all gave you a 60 on exam, for example, that's okay. Learn from it. You learn from all your mistakes. A lot of what I've learned from not doing well in school is how I could improve on studying habits, for example. If I didn't do too hot on an exam, learning how did I prepare for this exam that maybe wasn't helpful for me. And moving on through life, thinking thinking about that, how you can continuously improve that if you fail once that doesn't mean that you're going to fail everything sure there have been semesters where I literally probably got like a 50 on an exam and then I still ended doing really well in the course like a high b or an a because I realized you know this could go two ways I could either let this one bad grade define me and that can set the principle for the rest of the semester where um I'm just going to tell myself, no, I can't do it. I got a 50 on the first exam. I'm never going to be able to do better. And I'm just going to have a really bad semester in that course and never amount to anything. Or I could go another route where I get the 50 and I was like, wow, this is really not what I want this semester to go as. What can I do to improve this? What can I do to get to where I know I'm capable of being? So life is really just a lot a lot of just adjusting your mindset and adjusting your perspective. I know that's easier said than done. It's pretty hard when you are that individual in a shitty situation where you are drowning and you feel like just everything has been falling apart. But when I tell you, the moment you take a step back and you just recognize that there are so many things in this life that we stress over that hold such little value and importance like it's just, it doesn't even matter anymore. Like, you do you. And if you wake up every day and, and you can go to sleep at night knowing that you gave something your all and you're doing the best that you can, that's enough for me. That's enough for you. Let me tell you, don't let people tell you how you need to live this life. You know, we are all individuals. We all have our own unique mannerisms and, and ways that we go through life. And school definitely isn't going to fit into an individual's life the same way that it does for you. You may think about school one way, whereas another person may have a deep, deeply different perspective about how they go about school. I know plenty of people, my best friend, for example, that just doesn't study for exams, but she's just so naturally smart that she just goes into exams and she still does amazing because, you know, that's just, she's found out what works for her. She shows up for her classes. She pays attention. She knows what's going on. She just absorbs the information. So she doesn't need to study as much as like someone like me. I know I'm a slow learner. I'm a very visual learner. So like if I attend 
in classes, I can't just go home that day and not review it. Like I am constantly reviewing material, constantly making quizlets, constantly meeting with professors for clarification. Why? Because that's the type of learner that I am. Don't ever compare yourself to how somebody else in your life does their school because education is different for everyone. But the biggest thing is just making sure that you have room to take care of yourself. Education is important and getting one is very important in order to have a career. But also remember that this is something that you are preparing yourself to live and do for the rest of your life. Don't don't go into something that you know you're going to regret. If you're currently someone right now in school and you're pursuing a career that you just know isn't going to be fulfilling, ask yourself why you are. Because that was me. Uh, My mom always wanted a nurse. Always. Lucky for her, I have always been gravitated towards the medical field. I've just always had an interest in it. But there was definitely this pressure in high school when I was getting ready to apply for colleges that I needed to apply for nursing schools. I needed to go to a school and major in nursing. But there's just something about nursing that just always seemed very unfulfilling for me. Like, it just wasn't... It just wasn't for me. I would see a bunch of nurses, and even now that I'm working towards um, getting into PA school, I work with a lot of nurses at a hospital in a hospice that I work at, and they just all look so miserable. Everyone that I've had a conversation with about school just tells me, you know, don't go for nursing. They're, they're always so glad to hear that I'm going for PA because um, they just all seem so unfulfilled. But hey, each to their own. They have, they, it really goes two ways. I've met nurses that it is their passion. They love healthcare. They love caring for people because um, they're naturally just giving and helpful people and then I've definitely have met my handful of nurses where they're they're just in it for the money they really would rather not be there and they just don't have that same empathy and level of of care when it comes to to their patients so all I can really say is at the end of the day you're the one that's gonna have to live with the life that you make for yourself And you can either live with a life that you know that you're going to enjoy and you know that's going to fulfill you or you can just continue going down a road just trying to please everybody. But in the end, you're going to be miserable. In the end, you cannot please everybody. And once you're able to kind of switch your perspective from a lot of these negative things to positives, then that's when I feel like you can take a greater greater grasp and and hold of your life I don't know guys I am just hoping for the best this week I definitely need to do some studying but whatever happens happens I am just grateful to have given myself the space to just be human this semester that's the big thing I have been struggling I knew I was struggling and I'm happy that I didn't push myself to go through it because I knew I couldn't like I said and like I will always continue to say you know you best you know you best so listen to yourself if you need a break you need a break and taking breaks are okay with that being said I hope to all my fellow college students that you guys have a very very successful finals week just know we are almost done This is the final stretch. By next week, we can just be relaxing watching Netflix after after 
you know, going about our day, just chilling, hanging out with friends, going out, skiing, doing fun things, given that it's the holiday season. If you're anything like me, I'm going to be struggling to finish my Christmas shopping because I am always a last minute shopper and I procrastinate when it comes to that. But with all of that being said, guys, please just remember to take care of yourselves this week. Study hard. Remember to eat. Remember to sleep. And just know that whatever grades you get, they do not define you. They just don't. Good luck, guys, and have an awesome week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode, and I hope to see you guys next week. Bye!